Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the connection between action, credit, and reward. After a hard-fought battle, the handsome prince finally succeeds in defeating the dragon, but he's so exhausted that he collapses unconscious. A passerby sees this and snatches the treasure that should have been the hero's and presents it to the king and claims credit for the feat before the true hero can recover. But wait, that's not how the story's supposed to go. Credit where credit is due, right? Even if the proper reward isn't given to those who deserve it by the end of the story, can we even say the story is finished? It's often more complicated than that in real life where things are not perfectly fair. Taking credit where it wasn't earned is an easy way to get ahead quickly and efficiently, though it's hardly honest. There's an automatic human reaction to consider yourself more important than might be necessary, which runs us into trouble when we're faced with something outside of our capabilities. This prideful response is found often in history and in the scriptures, often followed by a lesson in humility. One such example is found in Chapter 3 of Mormon in the Book of Mormon. After centuries of support and blessings from the Lord, the people began to forget how He has always helped them. In a narrow victory over their sworn enemies, and despite increasing pressure to repent, they refused to recognize the source of their salvation. And I did cry unto this people, but it was in vain. They did not realize that it was the Lord that had spared them and granted unto them a chance for repentance. And behold, they did harden their hearts against the Lord their God. And now because of this great thing which my people, the Nephites, had done, they began to boast in their own strength and began to swear before the heavens that they would avenge themselves of the blood of their brethren who had been slain by their enemies. These people had escaped a possible disaster helped by the hand of the Lord and they were spared for a time, but they didn't use this chance to change their ways, but they doubled down on their pride. They took this win as proof they were justified in their boastful attitude. But even when things go well for us, we can avoid pride. A humble attitude is something we can choose to cultivate no matter our circumstances. The writer of the Psalms was well-blessed in riches and strength and able to defend himself from his enemies but that didn't go to his head, as we read in Psalm 44. For I will not trust in my bow, neither shall my sword save me. But thou hast saved us from our enemies, and hast put them to shame that hated us. In God we boast all the day long, and praise thy name forever. Our Father in Heaven doesn't need credit for what he has done to boost his ego. He knows the danger pride can present to us, his children. And for our own good, we're asked to keep ourselves humble and recognize His hand. His constant support should be recognized as a major contributor to our happiness and health. The only way to get ahead in a way that truly matters is to give credit where it's really due. And that's the good word.